Welcome back, guys, to Baby Guest Acts. Oh, your image almost didn't appear again, and I got worried. Oh, I'll just be a ghost. Um, if you hear something in the background, that's just the heater because Mel and I are currently in an ice storm. I am stuck up by Portland. Will not be traveling anytime. Yeah, no, we're in, we're under winter advisory. Yeah. Yeah, it is not to go outside. <laughs> it's icy out there. Very icy. Yeah, we don't get nice fluffy snow. We get snow that packs down into ice. So we didn't even get that real we didn't even nice get, and dangerous. We just got frozen. You just went straight to mm-hmm. <laughs> it was freezing rain as it was coming down. Yeah. It was just that's what we had yesterday for most of the day. Poor little Reggie going out on his little potty breaks. It come down as rain, and the second it land on him, it'd be ice. Little yeah, Mickey, Mickey was not having it. He was pooping um, with one leg up, so that way both feet didn't have to touch the ice. Oh, no. He was <laughs> he sacrifice not, one. He was not having a good time. <laughs> he kept, like, putting uh, his legs up. Like, he almost oh. had booties on. He mm. was not enjoying himself i bought booties for reggie last year and oh, i tried last year he was not a fan yeah i haven't tried not. again mm. but usually when it's this cold he'll just hold it as long as he possibly can throughout the day until it's like now or never and he'll run oh. out go and then run back <laughs> yeah yeah, Mickey was not a fan. Usually he likes to stay he's outside sliding. for long periods of time and he's just like trying yeah. to walk in the ice. Yeah. He's like, he keeps looking at me and I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. It's not a strolling outside kind of weather. Not um, at all. But it's breeding inside weather. Tis. I finished this book in like two days. Um, boyfriend's found a new video game, so he's been all over that, which gave me time to read. Um, which for the girth of this book sorry i actually hate that word i said it and i did not like it um <laughs> you're like i take it back i take it back right I now regret it. uh but i mean it is a pocket-sized book which i so i've ca- kind of come to the conclusion that i don't like pocket-sized books i do not like them i do not like it which kind of makes me like i do own other books that are pocket sized in my collection that it kind of makes me want to go find those books figure out if i'm actually going to read them and maybe just give them away because of their size after i read this one i went through all of my pocket sized books that i have left and mm-hmm. got rid of them mm-hmm. or i did keep a few but if i like them I'll probably just repurchase in a normal size. But the thing is, with these kind of older school mystery thrillers, like Lisa Jackson, Karen Slaughter, Mm -hmm. the other Lisas. Lisa Jewel. (laughs) Jewel. Lisa Jackson. There's another one. I know there's another one. Lisa Gardner. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's so many Lisas. A lot of them came in, like, only pocket-sized books. Yeah. They were like a thing. They must have been like an early 2000s, late 90s thing. Definitely 90s because I feel like a lot of, pretty much a lot of my mom's books. I'll say even like like, more romance. Yeah. 
yeah robbers even a lot of lisa uh kelpies sandra brown sandra browns Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all pocket size yeah i'm not a fan um for some reason my (laughs) version of this book um some of the like some of the pages were super faded like very light and then other pages the text was super dark like it just didn't get printed correctly yeah i don't know i wasn't a fan this was like 500 this is a thick book this was like five and it's one thing that it's pocket size so yes it's gonna have more pages because you can't fit as many words on a page but they made the text size pretty dang small so, so I feel small. like it's pretty close to like what a word count would be on the like normal size book. Yeah, so this book is 532 pages, but I bought it on my Kindle because I just refused. Um mm-hmm. and it was like 4 440, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is doable. Yeah. It makes more sense for this. I forget I what I rated this. What did you rate it? I gave it a three. I want to say I also gave it a three. Like I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. Yeah, three. I thought it was de- so. Um, I don't. I don't think we said it. So this was uh, Lisa Jackson. You don't want to know. Um, yes. This one came out. Oh, I think I also paid four dollars for it, possibly. Um. <laughs> My guess is that I got this when browsers was going from two stores to one and was like half off or a dollar. I think that's when I got mine. That makes sense. Um, 2012. So this book has been around the block. Lisa Jackson has written so many books, a lot of standalones, a lot of a few series with a lot of books in those series. And usually from what I was looking at, I think mm-hmm. it's mostly like you follow a detective, like the same detective. Oh, okay. I Different think that's what the same. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty okay. sure that's her usual, um, at least her series. See, I don't, like I don't mind that. that. Like that'd be fun. <laughs> this book though. Okay, I gave it a three because it it had some good twists at the end that I thought mm-hmm. were decent. I'm always curious when I'm reading mysteries when there's twists like this, like finding out who did it and why and like all this stuff. I'm always curious at one point, you know who it, who it is. <laughs> I, as we've talked before in the past, guys, I am oblivious when it comes to figuring out who did it, why they did it, when they did you know, the whole shebang. Hmm. I, I can never figure it out. And then there's Mel who's like, yeah, first page, how it was obvious. And I'm like, this is amazing. This, it's a gift. This was she, like a 50-50. You have I a gift. I got some things, other things I didn't see. What I like, I liked the story. I didn't like the characters or the length of the story. This could have been told within 300 pages. Easy. The amount of characters <laughs> this book had was atrocious. I kept... <laughs> A list, guys, because I cannot keep track of everyone. Mm-hmm. How do they expect us to do that? Okay. So much. So much. So there was, I obviously didn't write down Ava's name. She's the main character. Then there's Wyatt, who's the husband. Demetria, mm-hmm. who is Julianne's nurse. 
Chloe, best friend, engaged to Kelvin at one point. Virginia Xanders is Chloe's mom. Grisilla is the part-time maid. Austin Dern's the worker. And we, I mean, Dern's, he's pretty prominent character. So that yeah. was, I had to include Mr. T, the cat, obviously. Uh, <laughs> Jacob is Julian's brother. Julian is the cousin of Ava. Dr. McPherson is a psychologist. Sheriff Biggs is Chloe's uncle, but also there was, I thought it said but Ava's like brother. I don't know. Yeah, Sheriff Biggs is somehow happened. related. That's weird. Um, Calvin is Ava's deceased brother. Ian is the cousin. Piper's the aunt. Piper's uh, Ian and Trent's mom. Um, Trent is Ian's twin. And then Cheryl's the hypnosist. <laughs> and that's not even mentioning some of like the people they mentioned but weren't like carried no. through. There's like the the boat guy, the boat guy, other style friend, the waitress Ta- at the cafe, T- the Ta- prison escape Tanya, dude, R- Reese yeah. Lester. I think his name's Lester. Okay. He looks. He sounded like a Lester. Yeah. So many people, and um, not all of them mattered. Even Chris, if she wanted to use some of them as distractions, she could have cut ten people out of that list, and it would have been fine. <laughs> then there was, then there was Crispin, Chris, Crispy, whatever, Uncle Crispy. Yes, uh, Uncle Crispy. That's what I was saying. <laughs> um, and then he had a first wife who died in a car accident, which they think Uncle Crispy did it, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was the second wife, who's Piper. Piper? Oh, I was reading it as Pepper. I was like, the chicken's extra crispy with... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, honestly, whatever helps. This book had so many characters, which is one reason why I docked it. I I don't like a book Mm -hmm. that has a lot of characters that... If I have to do homework, no. Two, Mm -hmm. I did not like the transitions between different POVs it threw me off they were jarring there was too many mm-hmm. I could see Ava and Austin's point blank done but then we had I want to say Cheryl's point of view at one point then we had the doctor's point of view at one point I think well obviously we had Austin then we had the sheriff's point of view yeah, towards the, the end then I think we had what there was so many point of views and they didn't change usually when there's multiple point of views they'll start it after every chapter and they'll write at the top whose name it is yeah so you'll figure out who's what nope no. smack dab in the middle yeah in the middle of a chapter in like middle of a thought yeah <laughs> and i sh- i showed dean at one point i was just like take a load of this and i showed him and he goes that that seems reasonable I'm like, whose side are you on? It's mine. No, this is not reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) It it was too many characters and too long. It needed so much more editing. (laughs) So much needed to be cut. If it were more concise and we got to the point, there was unneeded descriptions of places. Like we'd follow Ava to places that did not matter. I was just skimming at that point. I skimmed a lot of this book. Yeah. Yeah. Just not a good sign. Mm -mm. Which I think is why 
I was half checked out of this book, which is why I didn't get like 50% of some of the twists because I was barely paying attention. Yeah, it was not good. I guess I could, I guess I could read back. back We we wanted to get into this. We just have too much going on. This this book had just too much. There's so too much. many things because then it was yeah, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, life as Ava Garrison knew it. It ended the day her toddler's son Noah went missing. In the two years since, she's been in and out of Seattle mental institutions, existing in a fog of grief. Noah's body was never found, and everyone assumed he drowned after falling off a dock. Until recently, Ava thought so too. Since she moved back home, Ava has experienced unsettling visions. She hears Noah crying in the nursery, glimpses him, glimpses of him. She's missing like words in the back of this book. Um, <laughs> near the water. They're all in the book, that's why. That's, that makes sense. <laughs> her family, her psychologist, and her estranged husband are concerned for her well-being. Or are they worried about what she might discover? Did Noah really die, or is Ava losing her sanity? The deeper into her memories she goes, the more fearful she becomes. Eva thought her son's disappearance was the worst thing that could happen to her. But before this nightmare ends, she'll discover how terrifying the truth can be. There's a lot of factors in this book. I I just, I felt like, I know mysteries are supposed to be suspenseful and maybe, I don't want to say like over the top. Like some of the like sometimes the twists are like so crazy that you're like yeah oh my god but I feel like some of these things was just like too much like burying the doll setting up the thing it felt like she was trying to use different mystery tropes as twists it'd be like ooh is it a ghost no that's not it oh is she going crazy no that's not it oh is it the is it the husband? Oh, well, no, not it. Oh, is it the crazy serial killer that went loose and escaped prison? Yeah. No, that's it. It's like one thing after another. She tried to bring, like, she put in everything. There was just too everything. many. Everything. And then I'm reading this and I'm like, you're telling me that this woman couldn't remember that she didn't birth a human being? Oh. You're telling me I get it's the twist trauma. Is that is not her son. <laughs> yeah, the twist is that Julianne birthed a child, which I'm like, everyone kept a secret. So everyone, f- everyone like, knew but her. I just, and just I don't like know. This woman, they they're all in a boating accident. That's how her brother dies, and her cousin blames her, but that causes her to. She thought that's what caused her baby to be born early. Which I almost would have blamed Julianne for the boat crash. Yeah. Julianne couldn't go down into the Shut up. She couldn't shut up. And then she she was attacking Kelvin, like, trying to hit him and stuff. But he's the one trying to steer the ship. Julianne drove me absolutely nuts. And I'm sorry, but when they found her in the bathtub, didn't care. I did not care. I was like, oh, thank God. Also, at the end, okay, I didn't, I did not see Chloe being in on it. I did that not one, see Chloe being in on it. I knew what I was like. Wyatt's. I don't like Wyatt. Obviously, Wyatt. Yeah. Um. Obviously, okay. So, I just read the back of the book. It only talks about Ava. Then there's this side thing about Austin trying to figure out 
something. And I'm like, who is Austin? They didn't talk about this in the back of the book whatsoever. They're just bringing in another, like, kind of every pope with him, too, and be like, is it this? I'm his half brother. It, It felt like such a cheesy, uh, like, what are those called? Like a hospital drama. Oh, like a it felt like a soap opera. Yeah, it felt like a soap opera because there was literally like so many things. So you're kind of reading Ava. She's seeing her son Noah, but she's not actually seeing him. She's doing crazy things like jumping into the bay because they live on an island. She's going up to the widow's walk in like yeah. the pouring rain. Like she's doing crazy things where I'm like, okay, if I didn't know her and I was seeing her do this. Yeah. I would also think she's losing it. But then she's also been given pills. And immediately off the bat, I was like, those are doing something to her. Yeah. And even she's yeah. like, these are probably doing something. Because she's not taking them. But then everyone yeah. knows she's not taking them. But and then, Wyatt really wanted to get rid of her, like, too much. And also, he was very into the, like, into the psychiatrist. So into the, yeah. And I was like, this feels weird. And then, then you... She's like, I think my husband's having an affair. Then she miraculously remembers, oh, my husband's already had an affair and I completely forgot it. I was like, lady, what more yeah. could you At forget? At first she remembered that they were on the brinks, that she was, they were going to get a divorce. She couldn't remember why. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then she remembers why. And it's because he cheated on her. And then it, it's just her remembering what had happened yeah it's basically and if her she trying just to, remembered yeah it's like her trying to figure out what happened to noah because a two-year-old couldn't just disappear off an island and then of course we're having a party downstairs yeah and they have to live by in a like a hospital or what, an asylum or i don't know whatever it's oh, yeah. called and they just happen to live near there and i'm like oh my god and then there's just so many factors and then she's like trying to remember things but then why it's always there and like being really weird and like being will really want to make up with her but then when he doesn't get his way he like Pass. throws in that I'm I'm it's your guardian true. and if you want to stay here yeah then you need to listen to me and, and keep... he'll threaten putting her back into yeah mental hospital again but all the while there was a prisoner that escaped the so-called mental asylum or rehabilitation place that yeah. had closed down and people uh, on the mainland are seeing him again, but all the police think he's dead because how could he have made it? And so there's these spottings and the husband hires this dude as like maintenance that Ava didn't know about. And then we get his point of view and he's being weird and he's on this mission and, like, has to make sure no one's looking and, like, hides this flash drive that he, like, looks at on the computer. Which I still don't get why. Yeah, I'm what like, does that what? have to do with anything? I'm like, who hired you? And then come to find out he's the half-brother of Lester who is the escaped prisoner. And he's, like, trying to find him because their mom's dying. And I'm like, what? Okay. He's never met this brother. No. And the mom gave up this, the, the prisoner escapee. When he was like a baby. Yeah. And now she just feels guilty. Yeah. And wants this son to bring that son home. Yeah. And then, of course, Austin starts falling for Ava. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
All right. It's, it's, oh. And it was weird because, like, her best friend who works for her is always on the rocks with her husband. And her other friend on the mainland is on the rocks with her husband or her ex. Yeah. And and her kids. But she also used to date one of Ava's cousins or something. They all, it's so, they all need to move. They all need to move. (laughs) Yeah. And then Chloe. Chloe and Ava went to high school together, and then they were, like, best friends. Then Chloe started dating Kelvin, Ava's brother, and they got engaged a couple months before Kelvin died. And then after Kelvin died, she took on Chloe to be her nanny for Noah, so that Mm -hmm. way she could still be around and still be part of the family because they felt bad. Um, well, the husband wanted to, and uh, yeah, Ava didn't want to. She wanted to take care of her kid, and like that's the first like, oh yeah, why it was up to something in my head when he kept pushing to hire her. Yeah, like that's kind of offensive. Like if I just hired you to be <laughs> my nanny, yeah, and you work for me now, that's we- yeah, that's weird. That's very <laughs> weird. I'd be like, ah, uh, no thanks. Yeah, and then her, Chloe's mom is the cook. Yeah, and her and husband occasionally works on the land too. Simon? No. Oh, Simon is Chloe's husband. Yeah. Another fucking name. Yes, that's yeah. It's Simon. Um, and then yeah, we find out that so she thinks she's going crazy. Um. Which, like I said, if someone was outside looking in, like, we are reading this book, yeah, I, she's doing some crazy things. Um, but she's also super paranoid. Like, she's, she's very, someone she's trying very, to make her look very crazy, paranoid. Which is driving her crazy. Yeah, so at one point <laughs> she goes into the baby's room, finds sneakers that are, like, filled with salt water. And then she comes to the conclusion that Jewel Ann always goes down to this rock that is like a not a memorial but like something that has Noah's name on it to like yeah yeah. to kind of go out there and like if they want to I don't know talk to Noah or whatever never found his body so just no so then she starts panicking oh my god what if Jewel Ann knows and like he's buried and it's been a grave all along and so then they well Austin finds her digging and then just takes the shovel and digs for her they find this casket that has a doll in it that's in the Noah's clothes and I'm like this is crazy so then she gets everyone that's on the island into that house and like just starts going crazy on them and then she goes out and buys cameras which I was like okay that's smart that's a good start yeah we're we're doing it we're making progress so then she puts that because she found a old briefcase or old like not a briefcase but like a luggage I think that had a box that had a recording of Noah or the baby crying so that way it'd wake her up at night and she'd think she heard Noah oh yeah yeah which would also make her think she's going crazy um and so oh, she, she also found a key in her pocket at one point and she couldn't figure out what it went to and that is what opened the casket with the doll in it did did we ever figure out who gave her the key Probably Julianne. Okay, that makes sense. I was just thinking to myself, I don't remember but if no, they... No, not technically. Okay. I don't think they ever okay. said. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait a minute. I don't think we ever found that out. Um. So then she finds that box up in the attic that has a recording. She mm-hmm. 
turns off the power so that way whoever knows about it up in in the attic has to go and turn it back on then she puts cameras on it finds out that jewel ann who is supposedly um can't walk yeah Yeah. um kind of kind of can kind of can uh walked up the stairs and then of course she's like you could have doctored that i'm like oh julian yeah and the video can be altered she drove but also the way ava reacted to every piece of evidence she found drove me nuts because if she behaved like a normal human being people wouldn't have thought that she was going crazy but the way yes. she threatened to kill Julian after yeah. finding out. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point, Austin's like, you have to pull yourself together. Like, they are wanting yeah. this reaction, whoever it is. Like, you have to pull yourself together. Literally. And I was just like, okay, her. good. Someone's one talking voice of sense. reason. Um, and so Cheryl, the hypnosis, who is helping Anne, gets her throat slit. Um, then... The Ava, the psychologist or psychiatrist, um, gets her throat slit. Then Julian uh, in the bathtub gets her throat slit and then has two dolls with nail polish that act like they got their throats. I was like, yeah. Also, one of the pieces of evidence was that like strands from a black wig and then (laughs) Julian is wearing the black wig at the end. And I the way they were describing it, I don't know. It came up often enough that I thought it was going to play a bigger part other than just a disguise, because, duh. Yeah. But no. It's well, weird. Well, and then I thought to myself, okay, so they probably put the black wig on Jewel Anne to make them think that Jewel Anne's the one that killed them. But then yeah. I was like, no one would commit suicide by slitting their throat like that. Yeah. And positioning themselves like that. And also... How would Jewel Ann be able to kill those two people when she's supposedly in a wheelchair? Like, their thought process. Yeah. And, like, she can get upstairs, but it's still, like, she was injured. It's not, like, graceful walking. It's still a struggle. Yeah. Um, And so then she's in her room. She thinks, like, Jewel Ann had just died. Everyone is over at the mainland or, like, doing other things because of all these murders. And she still has the cameras up and she sees that there's a figure on the third floor. And she's like, well, Julian's already dead. Like, who else would be up there? That's when she sees Chloe with the machine, like, putting it back together. And then she sees Wyatt. And then they're making googly eyes at each other. And I'm like, oh, geez, Louise. And then Chloe stabs Wyatt and so then of course Anne's Ava's freaking out and calls the police and is like running and then Chloe's being really weird like walking down the stairs like Ava like okay I was like what kind of horror like the shining are we dealing with at this point um then Wyatt is not he didn't get stabbed he's not dead um and then they are both trying to harm Ava. Come to find out Noah is alive, uh, was taken and sent up to Canada the night of the party, um, and has been with a different family who really wanted a baby so they sold him. Um, which I was like, that is 
insane. Um, and then Ava goes into the water because she's trying to run away from Chloe. The police are coming in a boat. Um, and then Wyatt and Chloe just start making out on the mainland. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Ava drowned. She's She is technically dead. She's actively drowning, yes. <laughs> um, as they're making out mm-hmm. on the shoreline. Mm-hmm. Then they both get shot. Ava comes back to life by Austin. He brings her back to life by CPR. Oh, this was all after Austin said, tells the police that he is the half-brother and that he came to look for the escapee. And oh, so and they he do help them find the escapee guy. Yes, yes, they find Lester. Yes, they find mm-hmm. him. Um, he at first, they were saying too. that because Noah is duly... Julian's son. They were yep. trying to figure out who the dad was, and they thought that because Julian's dad and her family was running the prison at the time, that Lester was the dad. Uh, but Lester denied it, and then they did the paternity test, and it's not because it's Wyatt's. Which that one was a good twist. Because I like that one. Wyatt. Um. Yeah, and the one female cop had found recordings because Julianne used to go see the psychiatrist and had, like, mm-hmm. talked about how Lester is the one that was the baby's dad. But, yeah, that one was a pretty crazy yeah. twist. Yeah. I liked that one. I was like, oh. slept with everyone. <laughs> yeah, so um, they're on their way back after Austin was dealing with Lester and his brother. Um, and they he gets a voicemail or a text from Ava saying that like basically it, it was Wyatt and Chloe and they're trying to kill me and all yeah. that. Yeah. So she's actively drowning. Uh, Austin gets to her <laughs> the CPR. The cops shoot Wyatt and Chloe. Um, they're both down for the count. And then Ava gets Noah back and her Noah and Austin live happily ever after. Although Noah now goes by Peter. It doesn't is say not Noah. It's not Noah. It anymore. is Peter. Yeah. The end. And, <laughs> and 500 whatever fucking pages later. <sighs> it wasn't off too many. It was just no. too the, much. There were some good twists. Yeah. Some not so much. Other times um, I was like, what am I reading? It needed. Cutting back. It would have been a much better book if it were shorter. This book was a roller coaster of emotions, and I don't know if it was the best roller coaster I've ever been on. I I feel like it was a roller coaster for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, it was it was too <laughs> so I'm getting rid of it because it's also a pocket-sized book, so I'm- and there's definitely not a reason yeah. I'm gonna keep it. I'm not gonna keep it, I'm not gonna buy it. In the bigger size. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I. I don't. She's very known for her mystery. Like Lisa Jackson is a very well known. Yeah. Author. I was I, looking at my other books by her. And she writes a lot of books. From like in Oregon. There's a lot of her books are placed in Oregon. Pretty sure she lives. It said that she lived in the Pacific. I would think so. Because this one even was on an island off of. In Washington, I remember because it would talk about 
going to Seattle. Yes. And some of them were like Oregon State police officers and stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. I definitely would have thought this was written a little earlier than 2012, though. She I would have guessed Oregon. like Oregon 2002. Oh, that would make sense. There's a Lisa Jackson um, FAQ, and it says, many of your books are set in the Pacific Northwest. Is that where you live? And she said, yes, I've lived in Oregon most of my life. So many of my stories are set here as it's where I'm most comfortable. Huh. All right, let's let's hear the one stars. Oh, God, now I'm yawning. I know, I keep yawning. Um, <laughs> okay. Let me go to Goodreads. Yeah, my phone's at 5%, so let's get this ball rolling. <laughs> <laughs> noisy my phone too if we need. <laughs> nah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, which is sad because this is my first book of 2024. We are not off to a great start, guys. Um, well, mine was priest. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's off to a spicy start. Um, okay, so it is at a 3.81 stars, 8,907 ratings. Um, mainly four stars, and then five, and then three. Um, let's see. Let's see what the one star were. I feel like this was more our, like, mom's generation of books. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it definitely felt older, I would say. Um, dreadful writing. Um... Yeah, with a background of a huge um, acquainted family home on an isolated island. I don't like stories with scheming servants. Tedious, oh. impossibly repetitious, and the reader of the audiobook was dreadful. Oh, well. Oh, well, that's an extra bummer. <laughs> Too many twists and turns. The opening got confusing as the author was delaying information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots of people are just disappointed. And they're like... I love a good thriller and you know um Lisa Jackson is like a big one. I've read so many Lisa Jackson books and never never been disappointed until this one. Damn, we, um, we did not choose the right one to start off with. Yeah, this story dragged on and on without much suspense thriller romance. I couldn't wait to get off the island and never hear the word <laughs> gaslighting again. Um the plot made little sense the further it went along. Yeah. Yeah book was repetitive and whiny it just got too outrageous someone just goes how did this get published (laughs) damn she has a crazy amount of books wonder if i can see dreadfully boring i honestly don't remember the last time i read a book with the main character i loathed quite as much as this one i kept rooting for her to die (laughs) Uh, the most recent one I think it was published in 2022 okay from what I can tell oh the girl who survived yeah they're not put in order on Goodreads nice the third grave by Lisa Jackson I feel like we've seen a lot at like Target and stuff I have it. Oh, 
I don't own a, this is my only Lisa Jackson book. My mom has, I think, two. Because my mom goes, Lisa Jackson, that sounds familiar. And I was like, Mom, you have her book on your shelf. She's like, I do. I was like, see, this is where I get my books from. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's written a lot. I just feel like I would have rather a different book, you know? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how many she's written. Too many. A hundred and twenty. Dear God. A hundred and twenty. Oh, one's coming out this July, apparently. Hmm. Too much. Yeah, it's too much. Must be, we we got to cut it off at some point. Yeah, like That's back all- into the 90s. Yeah, she's starting to pull like a CJ Box or Stephen King, like those authors that have like an ungodly amount of books. Endless. I feel like there's another author that usually has like a ton of books and I can't, it's a male name. I see a lot of like Dean Koontz. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all those books where like if we go to a bookstore, like especially James Patterson. James fucking Patterson. That's who I was thinking. The whole bookshelf to themselves that I skip right over. (laughs) That's yes. James Patterson. Patterson. That's who I was thinking of. I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah. James Patterson. Yeah. It was a a bit of a loss this week. It wasn't awful, but I did. I did buy, um, my mom was making fun of me because I bought two, the last two Elsie Silver books for uh, my collection yes. because <laughs> the, the um, front of the covers with the, like, the people on them are, they're, mm. like, starting to, like, take them out of print. Yeah. They're, cha- they're changing them, and I cannot have a cover of a book series change in the middle of the yeah, series. I can't do it. They have to match. I have three of them. There is no way that I am waiting and buying separate covers for the last two. Absolutely not. So I just went and bought the last two. And my mom was like, really? And I, and I even pulled them up on my phone and showed her. I said, look at this cover versus this cover. You're telling me that you want to put on my bookshelf these two different covers that are from the <laughs> same absolutely not because people are selling like reselling them for like 60 bucks on pingo i was oh like I, no nope mm. so i'm buying <laughs> them yeah so they will all look the same is the did she put out like the last one that's going to be in the series I don't know if it's the last one, but at least it's mm. the one that's the most recent. The latest one, one at least. Mm. I don't know if that's final or not. Oh. We'll see. I know I keep yawning. I know it's getting real bad. Well, next week, we're, we got a, like a, a repeat author. Yeah, we read Daisy Jones and the Six from her. Okay, that is next. So now we're reading Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I will be honest. I saw your rating and I'm scared. So there's that. I'm going to try to stay quiet. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to we're going to do it. This uh, is her debut novel. 
this was her first book. Um, The rating makes more sense now. Okay. Okay. I liked Daisy Jones in the six. (laughs) Well, and I loved Evelyn Hugo. That was also a good one. Did we? I don't. I don't think we did. Didn't do that episode on that one, but we did an episode on Daisy Jones in the six, kind of around the time uh, the series, the TV series, was coming out, which Mm -hmm. I have not watched yet. I'm gonna be honest. Um, but you can listen to that episode uh, of ours about the book. Well, the next two authors are repeat authors. So Taylor Jenkins Reid and then Kristen Hanna. And Kristen Hanna. Kristen Hanna was our very first ever podcast episode. Yeah. Um, we didn't and- even read the. We chose a number two in the very few series she has. We're, we're getting better, guys. I promise we've we- gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> you live and you learn. You can listen to that episode, but I'm not going to tell you to. <laughs> it was in a garage. Not very good mics. Uh, uh, so many good bands and companies have started out of a garage. We, yeah. It means nothing. We've gotten better. We've gotten, you know, the headsets and the microphones and have actual equipment we have kinda. actual equipment someday we'll have a place where we can just keep everything set up kind of have it yeah it's gonna be great but yes this i i went on to goodreads because i needed to go and update and then i saw all the books that you have read and i was just like i've read one book this year mel's killing it and then i saw your ratings for both and i was just like here we go <laughs> I would try to hide them from you better, but if I don't put it on Goodreads, I'm going to forget my own thoughts about something. No, There's no way. <laughs> it's so. okay. No, it's okay. Because I'm sure by the time I read them, I am too We're going to forget. Gonna it's going to be fine. Everything, Everything's mm-hmm. fine. I can't remember if this particular story is going to become a movie too, because I know a lot of Taylor Jenkins Reads books have been picked up. I know one of them just became movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which one? I forget the title. But it's not the one we were reading. What was the one we were reading? Forever Interrupted. Was the other one In Another Life or One True Love? One True Loves. That's that that one. That one. I haven't seen it. But I know it's a movie. Well, I know because that's the one where she thought her husband died and then she remarries mm-hmm. and then the husband comes back. Yeah. So now yeah. she's like, oh, no, yeah. I've got two that's guys. That's not the one we're reading. No, that's not the one we're reading. <laughs> I don't even know which one we're reading. I don't remember. I'm going to have to. I haven't read like a physical book. It's just so much easier on my Kindle. This is this is hard because then uh, I can lay in bed and I don't have to have the light on. I am waiting for you to get those Kindle accessories that, like, is the arm to hold it up and the button to click the next page so that you don't even have to have your arms outside of the blanket. It's going to (laughs) happen. One day. I'm probably going to treat myself to that once, probably once Dean and I buy a house. Because then I can know what my setup's going to be like. True. True, true. I'll probably wait. 
then I don't have to worry about packing it and things like that and it getting broken. I have, there are some videos that I've seen on TikTok of girls <laughs> using those accessories. So I've saved those to come back to. So I'll know where to go. <laughs> got the link. I've got uh, the link. <laughs> thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at Baby Gustax Podcast and check out our schedule, what we're reading next up on there. Mm-hmm. Um, still two more weeks in January, so um, we'll wait to post February's schedule, but um, but we do is, have that. We do. It have is ready. February's we're set for practice. quarter one of 2024. Look at us go. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? And then we're gonna it we always are so surprised every time we have to make and choose new books because I we're know. so surprised that we've somehow made it through. Because we think I mean like three months in advance, that's a long time. That's a long time, but then, but then it's it, not all of a sudden we're like, <laughs> Oh my god, we have to make a thing oh, yeah. for the next month because we don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah, it goes by real quick. It's crazy. It's scary. Plus, it's a leap year. No, oh, that's right. Mm. I don't know how about it. Yeah. Oh, mm. Anyway, <laughs> we have a link in our bio with our Goodreads. The link in there so you can see what else we're going to read. I've been on a reading kick this week, but I go back to work next week. So, hey, well, this going. week, maybe the ice storm might keep me at home. Supposedly, we'll things might still be closed on Tuesday, and if that's the case, then I am just stuck up yeah. here. I can't. This is, this is what we do. This is our yeah. little bookworm dream. <laughs> it is quite <laughs> nice. Yes. Like, sorry, it's the weather, not me. There is the weather. Sit by my <laughs> fireplace. Yes. I think that's it. Like and follow where we're listening to this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and uh, that's the little shebang. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, unless we're covered in snow. Unless, you know. <laughs> I might be out there doing snow angels covered in ice. Who knows? Or giving up. Or just we'll sliding just down. Out. I might just be on my back sliding down the hill. <laughs> just see where it goes. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.